What's up, everybody? I just wanted to put out a quick episode here and talk about a few players that have been coming up frequently in my discussions uh, with you, the listeners. I've identified six players that I'm calling the cream of the crop. All right, these are players that I think can help you for the week, and they are widely available. Also, um, I think we're going to talk about some top waiver wire ads and drippy drops. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you so much for checking us out. This is Fantasy NHL Today. I am your host, Blake Creamer. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Blake Creamer SE. And we have a Discord with the link in the show description. You got to get your biscuits in there, all right? Come on. There's only a few weeks left in the season. You got to get in there. We got some good information. Uh, there's some, some discussion going on. So, yeah, please join that Discord. That's excellent. And hit me up on Twitter. No questions asked, all right? But yeah, we uh, I already put out the the waiver show for week 24 and you know, um, it's Tuesday right now, so I'm going to release this as soon as I'm finished because I want to get it out before the games start tonight. Yeah, and as I said in the intro, I've got six players here that um, I've been hearing a lot about, been talking a lot about, so I just thought I'd put this out here. I think these six players can really give you an edge and these are kind of guys you can target for uh, Tuesday onwards for the rest of your week here. So we're going to do that. We're going to talk about some waiver wire ads and drops. Um, and there is just a tiny bit of NHL news. My tiny little nipples went to France. First off, uh, Noel Achari for the Leafs is going to be out tonight. Just a, an update there. Um, for the Bruins, Marchand, Lindholm, and Bergeron are going to be back tonight for the Bees. So that's good. Um, you know, last game was, it was great. They won the, the game. You know, obviously Pasternak did his thing. Um, but this will affect uh, some players down the lineup, so just keep an eye on that. But yeah, these guys are back. They're, they got their full squad, so that's good. Um, in other Leafs news, um, Samsonov is back at practice today, and uh, on Yahoo, his uh, day-to-day determination has been put to healthy. So yeah, um, whoever plays tonight for Toronto um, will get the two games this week because Toronto only has the three games and they have a back-to-back on Saturday, Sunday. So they're likely going to split Saturday, Sunday. So whoever plays tonight is the goalie that's going to get those two games. So just something to think about um, if you're looking for options here. If Samsonov or Murray are on your waivers, um, you're, you're going to have to think about that. So let's see who's playing tonight. My gut says it's going to be Murray, but we'll see. Um, and then lastly, uh, Roman Yossi, he's joining the Predators on their road trip, their two-game road trip, but he is not going to play tonight. But that's good news for the Preds. Um, I thought there was a chance they might shut Yossi down for the season. I mean, just the way the Predators season is going. But uh, it's, it's good that he's going to be back in the lineup, hopefully soon, because this guy's a beast. He's still an elite uh, player. You know, he doesn't have anyone really to play around with him. So he's likely going to do it all on his own, but he's going to chug minutes. He's going to be out there doing stuff. So, yeah, Roman Yossi, if you're holding him, you've you're got him in your IR. Like, just keep an eye on that um, for next game, most likely. All right? Now, let's get into the, the meat of the episode here. I've got six players that I think are going to help you win your matchups this week, all right? Um, So I am going to talk about some advanced stats because what do the stats say? Oh, people can come up with statistics to prove anything, Kent. 40% of all people know that. 
Yeah, we got to uh, we got to look at what these stats say, and and this is kind of the information we're going to use to determine how we make decisions based on uh, you know our ads and stuff. So um, I've got some players identified here that I think are you know statistically sound, and also yeah, they just have um, good opportunity. So we'll we'll get into that. Um, another thing with these players, all these players still have four games left this week. So um, you can get them in your lineups, no problems. Um, and even before I get into this. Um, we've talked about how to get these players in, all right? Um, and it's really key. If you have an Arizona or a Buffalo player, um, I think, you know, besides Clayton Keller, I think you can drop them now um, as they don't play until Friday, right? So we don't want to take zeros on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So if you drop that player now, like Schmaltz or McBain, McBain, let's get silly. Or, um, you know, Valamaki, those type of guys, you can drop them now and pick up one of these players that I'm talking here, and you'll get four games out of this player, as long as they, they fit into your lineup, right? Um, the, the same goes for Colorado, right? You're holding your Colorado streamers. They play Monday, Wednesday this week. Um, you know, most of the Colorado players I'm advising to hold until Wednesday, just so you get that game in, the off night, and then you can likely drop the Colorado players. So hopefully that makes sense. I mean, there there is some, you know... Like Dennis Malgan, for instance. Um, that's not a player I would probably hold for Wednesday, even though he did get a point uh, the other night. I think just his his ice time is not looking good. His deployment's not good. So I think you could find a better person in there. So if you had Malgan, I would say you could drop him and pick up one of these players too. But all the other streamers on the Avalanche, I would hold until Wednesday at least. Hopefully that makes sense. Now let's get into it. The first player I want to talk about is Jakob Vrana. All right, of the St. Louis Blues. He is currently 32% rostered on Yahoo. And um, I'm going to go through some metrics here that uh, I, I did learn from Nate from Apples and Genos, and I've been using it myself. And I really, um, these, these metrics just work. It, it's, it's a good, they're good statistics to look at. They're called rate stats. So, so basically, you know, shots on goal per 60. So per game, basically, for 60 minutes. Corsi 4 per 60. How many shots um, are they putting towards the net, even if they don't hit the goalie? How many pucks are they putting towards the net? That's Corsi 4. And then individual scoring chances for per 60. Yeah, that's pretty self, uh, you know, self-explanatory, right? So how many scoring chances are they getting? And there's a definition of scoring chances. It's within a certain you know, range of the net. So if they're getting shots within that range, that's what they call an individual scoring chance. All right? Hopefully that makes sense for you because those are the statistics I'm going to talk about. Now we're talking about Vrana, all right? Um, and um, these statistics are all done from Natural Stat Trick. So that's a great website that you can use if you want to look up these things on your own. And these statistics are all 5v5, right? So at even strength, 5-on-5. Five five. Um, and the reason we do that is because, obviously, on the power play, you're, you're going to be getting a ton of chances. Like, it, it's not a good indicator of what the player is actually doing, right? So just keep that in mind. Um, th- these are 5-on-5 these are five five statistics for the last two weeks all right here we go Jakob Rana um, so far in the last two weeks he is 23rd overall in the league in shots on goal per 60 that's that's excellent he's 58th in the league in Corsi 4 per 60 and he's 41st in the league in individual scoring chances 4 per 60 um, Verana is playing on the third line with Braden Shen and Brandon Saad right now and he's on power play two as well um, Verana has three points in his last five as well and 
yeah. I mean, this is a player that always kind of shows well in these advanced statistics, right? And it, it's a player that hasn't fully reached potential, like not, not even close, because he, he hasn't really been able to get any deployment, right? His best season so far was his last season, uh, uh, last full season in Washington. He played uh, 69 games, giggity, uh, and he got 52 points. So that, that's a nice season. That's the best pace he ever had for a 62-point pace, right? But he hasn't fully popped off. I mean, this guy's only 27, but I, I think St. Louis is, is kind of a good home for him right now, and um, his ice time has been a little better, so let's look at it. Um, so as I said, three points in the last five games. He's, he's hovering around, you know, 15 minutes ice time, so uh, kind of in between 13 and 16. So, you know, last game he played 15 minutes, but he's getting that power play time, and he's, like you said, he's putting a lot of shots on net, and that's excellent, right? That, you know, you can't score if you don't shoot, right? And he's getting uh, the scoring chances, as we said. So I think Verana is an excellent add for you this week. Uh, he, they, St. Louis has four more games. You know, they play Vancouver tonight. They play Chicago on Thursday, Nashville on Saturday. Those are three weak teams, right? I mean, they can get some, you know, they can definitely get, get some points there. Vancouver actually been playing a lot better as, as we, you know, I can't uh, throw them under the bus, but, you know, uh, and it'll likely be Demco there in Vancouver. So, but yeah, Chicago, Nashville, very weak teams. And then they play Boston on Sunday. You know, that's obviously going to be a tough game uh, for them to get something going, right? Just because how good Boston is defensively. But yeah, so four games, um, you drop an Arizona player, you drop a Buffalo player, you can get one of these guys in immediately, all right? Jakob Vrana, he's, uh, he's a beauty. And I think he's going to be good for some points this week, good for some goals. And then... In terms of hits and blocks, like uh, for category leagues, he doesn't really do that as much as, as you know, you'd like, right? So um, maybe don't expect that from him, but you're, you can expect a bunch of shots. Right now he's cooking at 2.7 shots per game, I mean, for his, for his season. And granted, he's only played 16 games, but that's, that's enough of a sample size. 2.7 is excellent, right? That's what we're looking for. Anyways, Yakavrana, go pick him up if it makes sense for you. That's the first player I wanted to show you that I think can help you, all right? Next player from the LA Kings, Victor Arvidsson. See you at the party, Richter. Yeah, this guy, this guy's a little bit different in, than Verana in that he's killing right now. He's uh, he's hot. He's got seven points in his last three games. This is obscene. Um, his line is, went off the other night. You know, he got two goals, one assist. Uh, he was playing with Philip Deneau and Kevin Fiala. I mean, that is nice deployment, right? And he played 19 and a half minutes on ice. So, um, He's cooking right now, and the thing is, the advanced stats show that as well. Like, let's look into this. So, he's 14th overall in the league in shots on goal per 60. He's 7th in the league in Corsi 4 per 60, and he's 14th overall in individual scoring chances 4 per 60. That's excellent. That's elite, right? Victor Arvidsson is, is showing out, putting up these numbers here. Um, and when a guy has these kind of numbers and he gets good deployment like Arvidsson is getting now, that's what's equaling this hot streak that he's on. Um, you know, all the guys that sort of get these type of numbers like Matthews and Pasternak and Jason Robertson and all these guys, they're, they're, it's comparable numbers, right? In terms of what we're talking about, even strength, uh, shots on goal per 60, Corsi four and individual scoring chances. But the difference between Arvidsson and those guys is those guys get a ton of minutes. They get like 20 minutes a night. Whereas Arvidsson, you know, on the season, Arvidsson is... He's averaging 17 minutes on ice, right? Which is, which is decent, which is enough for Arvidsson. Um, he, he's having a great season, but, you know, when he's getting 19 and a half minutes, that makes a huge difference, right? And he's, he's starting to cook right now. I think this guy's must-add at this point. 
LA's schedule is uh, very good moving forward. They play Calgary tonight. They play Edmonton on Thursday. So obviously Edmonton's a good team, but they give up a lot of goals as well, right? And then Saturday, Sunday, they play Seattle, Vancouver. So nothing crazy there. Lots of opportunity to get some goals here. So Arvidsson, to me, is a must-add at this point. If you can fit him in, if you're looking for somebody, if this guy's on your wire, like one thing about Arvidsson, he's 58% rostered on Yahoo. So, I mean, in sharp leagues, this guy's probably gone. But, you know, in casual leagues, he might still be there. And so who knows? Go have a look and see if Arvidsson is available. I think it's going to be really good. Um, I think he's going to be good moving forward here. He's also quarterbacking power play too, right? So um, that's excellent. So Victor Arvidsson, we salute you. Good job. I'll see you at the party, Victor. Let's move on to the next player. The next player I want to talk about, actually two players, both from the same team. We're looking at Joel Farabee and Owen Tippett. Um, I've received a lot of questions on Joel Farabee this morning. Um, obviously because of his you know, recent point streak. He's got seven points in his last five games. Philadelphia's been going pretty good. Um, and I did want to sort of compare that with Owen Tippett, who, um, you know, is on a line with Joel Farabee. So Farabee and Owen Tippett play with Noah Cates. Joel Farabee in the last two weeks, he's 100th in the league in shots on goal per 60. He's 99th in Corsi 4 per 60, and he's 78th in individual scoring chances for per 60, which is, which is middling, right? That's, that's not anything to write home about. Um, one thing about Joel Farabee in the last few games, his shooting percentage is, is through the roof, right? Like, yeah, if you look at Joel Farabee over this uh, last two weeks, this time we're looking at here, his shooting percentage is 33% uh, at even strength. That's pretty high, right? <laughs> so that's not a sustainable shooting percentage. So I, I think that sort of explains why Fairby has, has been getting hot. I mean, you know, he has four goals in his last five games, right? But he hasn't been shooting that much. Like in two of those games, it was he scored those goals on his only shot, right? And then in his last game, actually, he did have five shots on goal, but he didn't score. So um, his shooting percentage is, is high in this last two weeks. And you can see by the advanced statistics, it's kind of middling, right? So he's overachieving a little bit. And those are things we need to look at, right? Um, whereas now, if we look at Owen Tippett, um, his statistics show a lot differently. Um, so Owen Tippett is 33rd in the league in shots on goal per 60. He's 16th in Corsi 4 per 60, and he's 12th in individual scoring chances for per 60. Um, that's excellent. So to me, Owen Tippett is, is doing, you know, under the hood, Owen Tippett looks a little better, right? It's a little bit more reasonable um, what Owen Tippett has been doing, right? And in Owen Tippett's last five games, you know, he had a hat trick uh, against Buffalo, and overall, he's got six points in his last five games, right? So he's not, he's not as consistent uh, as Farabee has been, but the, the numbers are crazy for Owen Tippett, and his deployment is so much better than, than Farabee. Um, Farabee's deployment is reasonable, right? Um, I would say even a little better than reasonable. I mean, he's had a couple games over 20 minutes there. So needless to say, I think both of these players are addable, uh, rosterable players. I think Owen Tippett to me is preferable just because of those, those advanced statistics that we talked about. And both of uh, Owen Tippett and Joel Farabee play on power play one, at least according to daily faceoff, right? So it's, it's, you know, it's one A and one B. I would think Tippett is the preference there. Then you can go Farabee. Um, but just, it's neat to know about those, those kind of statistics to see like, why is this happening, right? Owen Tippett, 
I think he's got more in the tank. Like, look look at the way he's putting the puck on net and all the scoring chances he's getting. He just needs to convert a little better. Whereas Joel Farabee has, has been converting at a higher rate, but he hasn't been getting as many chances, right? So those are just things to take note of, right? When you're, when you're valuing players and who are you going to pick up, right? If I had one pickup, I'd pick up Owen Tippett over Farabee, okay? But they're both there. They're both getting power play one. And the other thing with Philly, though, I think... I don't trust what they're doing right now. I mean, yeah, they're, they've been playing well lately, but these guys could just as likely go the next three games without any points whatsoever. That's why these advanced statistics help, right? It just gives you an idea of what they might be able to do. Let's move on. Now I want to talk about Philip Heedle on New York Rangers. Um, yeah, he's 16% rostered, so he's out there. And the Rangers have an excellent schedule moving forward. They have four games, um, but they dodged the Saturday. So they play Columbus on Tuesday. They play New Jersey on Thursday, Buffalo on Friday. Then they dodge the Saturday. Then they play Washington on Sunday. So that's preferable. Um, you know, that means you, you were more likely to get these players into games, right? So Philip Hedo... Let's look at where he stacks up in these, these uh, statistics. 19th overall in shots on goal per 60, 38th overall in Corsi 4 per 60, and 9th in individual scoring chances 4 per 60. So those numbers uh, are excellent. I mean, 9th in individual scoring chances 4 per 60 is the highest out of all these players that I'm going to be talking about. Right, this guy's getting a ton of chances. Um, he's playing on that kid line, the third line there in New York, with uh, Lafreniere and Capocacco. And he's getting power play two time as well. And he has four points in his last five games. So, um, yeah, it's uh, that last game, especially I watched a lot of it and the big boys weren't really getting anything done the top six. And so they really kind of played this line, this third line, Filipino, uh, uh, you know, on the kid line there. And they went to went to town. They got to biz, you know, Filipino in his last game, he got a goal and an assist. He, he only had 14 minutes on ice. So that's one area with Hedo that I would like to see kind of up a little bit is his ice time is, is capped a little bit. Like he doesn't really get that, that premium deployment because they got so many guys on New York that, that really eat up the minutes, right? But Hedo overall in the season, 41 points in 65 games, that's nice. Um, you know, just this is, a, this is exactly what you want from your third line guy. 2.3 shots per game, I love that. Uh, again, he's not really going to do very much in terms of hits and blocks. Like, it's reasonable, you know, so he's not going to hurt you there. But, uh, yeah, I like this player a lot, and I think he's playing well right now. Like, that game, oh, that whole line. Like, Lafreniere looked really good. Um, Kako got a goal, so... I think this is a guy that you, you should target, right? He's center, right wing, eligible in Yahoo, and he's available. He's only 16%. So, Philip Heedle, pick him up. I think it's a good ad for the rest of your week. And then lastly, I do want to talk about Tyler Bertuzzi on the Boston Bruins. He is 25% rostered on Yahoo, and um, this is a guy I haven't been super high on um, in the past. I mean, I, I obviously liked him better for fantasy on Detroit. He was getting, you know, 20 minutes a night, whereas in Boston, it, that's just not the case, right? He's, they've got so many guys there. He's, a, he's kind of a depth piece. He's able to move up and down the lineup, but... Um, yeah, that, that said, his advanced statistics show pretty well. Um, you know, Boston in, in particular, they have uh, four games left. So they play Nashville tonight. They play Thursday against Columbus. On Saturday, Sunday, they play Pittsburgh and St. Louis. So, you know, it's a, it's a pretty easy run for, for the Boston Bruins here. And who knows what they're going to do. Like, uh, in the last game, they rested Marshawn. Bergeron and Hampus Lindholm, right? I mean, I think we can all we all understand that that was sort of a rest game for those guys. I'm not tired. 
So if they are considering doing that moving forward, like they've already clinched uh, everything, clinched the, you know, the playoffs, the president's trophy, whatever, like they've clinched everything. They're, you know, they have no reason to, to put these guys out there. So if they're going to rest those guys, what happened last game is Bertuzzi went up to the top line. He played with David Pasternak and David Krejci. So, and he played 19 minutes on ice and he played very well. So that's just something to think about. And that's, you know, you got to keep that in the back of your mind if you're going to roster Bertuzzi. But let's look at his stats. He's got 20, uh, he's 25th overall in shots on goal per 60. He's 54th overall in Corsi 4 per 60. And he's 54th in individual scoring chances 4 per 60. That's excellent. He's doing that all while playing on the third line, mostly with Trent Frederick and Charlie Coyle. And he's getting some power play too as well, right? So it, it looks to me in Boston too that when everybody's healthy, DeBrusque is the one who's going to get that top line deployment. And then Zaka is going to play with David Krejci and Pasta. So... You know, that said, Bertuzzi could move up onto the second line. They could move him to the top line too. So, um, you know, but let's, we need to value Bertuzzi on the third line. I think if, if we do that, then we're kind of managing our expectations, right? Because I do think he, you know, based on these statistics, he has the ability to, to kind of pop off, right? If he gets some opportunity. Another thing about Bertuzzi is that his shooting percentage this season is god-awful. Oh, my God. Um, in 41 games, he only has 20 points, so it's a, it's a down season for him, you know, especially coming off last season where he had 62 points in 68 games. His shooting percentage last season, in that great season, he was uh, 16.7, and this season, it's 5.6. Oh, my God. Um, you know, he's just, he's just not converting, right, for whatever reason. So I would expect that to come up. His career average is 14%, and right now he's shooting 5.6. You know, it, it's not necessarily going to come up, you know, by the end of the season, but if you look at these numbers, the advanced statistics that we're showing you at even strength, um, he's doing all the right things, right? He's getting chances. He's putting pucks on net. Um, they're going to start going in, right? Especially now that he's on the team with, with the weapons that Boston has, right? He has access to a lot of good players. So I do like Bertuzzi rest of the season. I certainly like him for the rest of the week with those four games. Okay. So those are the six players. Those are the cream of the crop. Yeah, they rise to the top. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. those players can really help you for the rest of this week i am gonna do kind of a uh, last half of the week pod as well just looking at any strategies we can maybe employ um, players that might be available injuries you know all that stuff so we'll get into that Um, before i let you go i do want to talk about the top waiver wire ads and drops as we said so let's get into that okay All right, we'll start with the top ads uh, so far. Um, The number one is uh, Jonas Corposalo. I think it's a great ad. He's 48% rostered. He's getting the start. He's been confirmed tonight in Calgary, and obviously the Kings are incendiary. They're going crazy. 10 wins uh, with two overtime losses in their last 12 games, and Calgary's desperate, right? So I I think, you know, I I like the start. And that said, even if Corposalo doesn't get the win, his his underlying numbers have been really good. you know, he's been putting up good save percentage, good goals against, all that stuff. So if you're in a Cats league, Corpusalo, even if he doesn't get you the win, he might still get you some reasonable uh, statistics there. 
So yeah, that's an ad for sure. Um, Casey DeSmith is the next one down, and the reason he was added so much, he's been confirmed against Detroit. So yeah, I like the ad. It's a spot start, but you're not holding DeSmith, whereas I think Corpusalo could potentially be a hold, although they are timesharing there in LA with Phoenix Copley. So I know, something to think about. Next one down, Owen Tippett, as we talked about. Yeah, people are starting to figure it out. Um, you know, he's only 24% rostered. But these, uh, I would choose him over Faraby, as I said. So um, Owen Tippett's a great ad. We talked about him. Next one down is Joel Faraby, right? People are having the same idea, right? He, they've got four games left in the week. I think these are both great ads that can help you for the rest of the week. Number five, the professor, Mike Matheson. Yeah, um, this guy's incredible. I think I would have loved to get him in for the back-to-back Monday, Tuesday. I, I tried to get him in on a couple leagues that I'm in, and I got outbid, actually, in free agency. So I didn't put enough money down for this guy. But, yeah, five points in his last five games. Ridiculous deployment. Crazy shots on net. Um, this guy's a beauty. I think he's, he, he, this guy's probably a hold for the rest of the season, in my opinion. Mike Matheson, pick him up. Next one down, Scott Lawton. This one I'm not so excited about. You know, yeah, he does have four points. uh, Sorry, um, five points in his last five games. But the deployment is, you know, whatever. Um, You know, Lawton has gotten hot throughout the year at times, right? And And he's doing well right now. One thing Lawton does is he hits, which is nice. So category guy. He's out there, right? Uh, He's not inspiring to me the same way Owen Tippett is. And he's not in, you know, on such a hot streak the way Joel Farabee is. So, but he's out there. Next one down, Piotr Kochetkov. He's getting the start tonight against Tampa Bay. It's, It's a nice start. I mean, you know, getting a spot start from a goalie against Tampa Bay, you don't think that's really a good idea, but... Tampa has not been good. I watched their last game, and uh, they're listless out there. They just don't look like themselves. They're they're making stupid plays, and yeah, it's I, I think it's a good ad, right? I think Kochetkov could take the win there, no problem. Um, next one down, Nadelkovic. Uh, you know he's got the start against Pittsburgh, so he got called up because Huso's going to be out likely for the season. I'm not big on Nadelkovic uh, in this matchup in particular, but I understand you need a goalie. Um, and the next one down, Philip Hedo. We talked about him, so I'm not going to get into that too much. But again, four games left with uh, that great schedule dodging this Saturday, and we talked about the advanced statistics there. Okay. And then the next one down, Caden Primo. Oh, my God. You, you're, you're trying to – this is the bottom of the barrel right now, but, I mean, I can see why he's added because they're playing Philadelphia, and people think Philly's an easy game, but – I don't know. Philly's been playing very well. And, you know, we talked about their players kind of getting hot. So I I don't know. If if you need a spot start, he's there. But I don't really have a read on that player. And then Nick Suzuki is the last one I'll talk about. Um, He was a great add for the back-to-back. He might be a hold for the week. You know, he did play 22 minutes in the last game. You know, he got donuts in the 4-3 win. That's fine. You know, because his last game he got one goal and three assists. So, I think Suzuki, we'll, we'll see. He's, he's been up and down. He's 65% rostered. Um, and some people are dropping him right now too. So I don't know. Suzuki, hopefully you got him in for the Monday, Tuesday. I don't know that I'd add him in right now just for three games left. I think I'd go with one of the players that we mentioned over Nick Suzuki because they have four games and their advanced statistics show out a lot better. All right, let's talk about the drippy drops. The top drops um, for the last day here. 
Jonas Johansson, yeah, he was just streamed in for that goalie start, Colorado, and it was a nice stream. Yeah, he, he kicked kicked ass. No problem there. So um, he's dropped. That's an easy drop. Next one, Yusuf Valamaki. Yep, he, he can be dropped. I, I love um, part of the Valamaki gang. I love this player. I think he's going to be great. I'm excited to see him next year. But yeah, with only the Monday game, then Friday, Saturday, you might not be able to get this guy in. So I think Valamaki can safely be dropped and you get someone in who's going to play more games. Next one down, JT Confer. This one I don't really agree with. I don't think you should be dropping JT Confer until after Wednesday. I think Confer is good enough to hold until Wednesday. You let him play the game, and then you drop for some more, uh, you know, for some more games played. But Confer, I think, you know, before uh, the last two games, he had five points in, in his last five. So, you know, he's out there with great players. He's trusted to be on the ice in the last minute of games. Like, this guy's a gamer. He's getting very good deployment. I think you should hold him for Wednesday's game, and then you can drop him. Uh, same can't be said for Dennis Malgan. Um, this guy, I think, could, can be dropped now. You know, you had him for the Monday game. I think you can drop Malgan. You can find better players out there. You don't need to hold Malgan for the Wednesday game. I don't think he's going to get in. It's just his deployment went off a cliff, right? Um, last two games, 8 minutes, 47 seconds, and then 9 minutes, 5 seconds. So that's not enough. That's not enough for me to hold Malgan. You can get a better player in for the Wednesday. Okay. Uh, another player who was dropped, Eric Comrie. Yeah, people streamed him in for uh, the t- the game there or the two games. That's fine. Um, you know, Buffalo goaltending is is pretty rough this year just because they've been going with three guys. So you you know a timeshare is bad enough, but three that that gets pretty frustrating. So um, Eric Comrie, you can stream him in when you know he's going to play. But I think it's an easy drop. Next one down, Barrett Hayton. Yeah, unfortunate, right? Because this guy's been just lighting the world on fire. He got two goals in the last game. He played 24 minutes and 30 seconds. I, w- I would not advocate for dropping Barrett Hayton if it wasn't for Arizona's schedule this week and for it being the playoffs, right? If this is in the middle of the season, you're, you're loving life. You're like, oh, I, I got this guy off waivers. I'm, I'm loving this, right? But yeah, it's the playoffs. We can't take zeros on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? And you might not be able to get Barrett Hayton in on the Saturday. So yeah, I think Barrett Hayton's a drop, unfortunately. Lawson Krause, same deal. This guy had three assists the other game, and he's a beefer. He, he hits and blocks and shoots. So, yeah, uh, I get it, though. Same exact reason for Barrett Hayton. This guy needs to go. Um, Evan Rodriguez, you're noticing a pattern here. Uh, Colorado and Arizona players, right? This is just smart streaming. Uh, you know, unfortunately, like, we got to drop some of these players. But it's smart streaming to get rid of these players. Evan Rodriguez, to me, um, yeah, I think he can be dropped Whereas I said, hold Confer. Um, Evan Rodriguez, if you, I, would take, I would take all six players that I talked about over Evan Rodriguez at this point. So to me, that makes him a drop, right? We got the one free game out of him on Monday. I would drop and pick up a player that plays four games starting Tuesday. Um, you know, and the six players I mentioned, I think are all better than Evan Rodriguez. That said, if you hold him until Wednesday, no problem. Then drop him after Wednesday. How about Jack McBain? Yep. Uh, this guy's been a nice story. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere for me. Like, all of a sudden, they just started feeding him minutes. And, yeah, he's doing something with it. Like, this guy's hitting, like, he's just hitting a ton. And he's putting some points on the board. So, he's got three points in his last two games. That's excellent. But, you know, I, I just like the hits, right? This this guy um, is an excellent category league player. He's only 11% rostered. So, might be someone to look at next year you know, sleeper next year. Uh, I'm not saying, <laughs> you know, I'm not making a, making a bold take here, but yeah, Jack McBain could be a relevant fantasy player in cats leagues next year. So I like that. And then uh, last one I want to talk about Matt Duchesne. 
he's been uh, tossed to the side. Yeah, he's got a hand injury. He's most likely going to be out for the season. He's week to week at this point, so no need to hold him. And that is it. That is our waiver wire ads and drops and also the six players I talked about. Hopefully these players are out there on your wire. Um, You know, go grab them. I, I think these are players that can do something for you and really help you moving forward. Obviously, what, I've, what I tell people to do, you got to start all your active players. You look at your roster, right? And you look at those days where you have players on the bench that aren't playing. And unfortunately, when it's playoff times, those are probably your drops, right? Those are the guys you want to maybe get out of there for players that can actually play because you don't want to take zeros, right? Just having a player on your bench, it, it, it doesn't matter who the player is. Like, it, you know, you want to get someone out there on the ice getting you counting stats with potential to get goals and assists, right? All that stuff. So um, these players that I mentioned, hopefully they'll do that for you. All right. I'll get back to you uh, in the next couple of days. I do want to do a uh, back half of the week sort of strategy session. So we'll get into that. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Hit me up on Twitter anytime. Get in the DMs. I'll, I'll, I'll look at your rosters. I'll help you with all your uh, ads, anything like that you need. Let's get those chips, all right? Celebrate your day, everybody. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.